G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. On Thursdays, we like to check in with Family Voice Australia. Greg Bondar is Family Voice State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. Greg, welcome back to 2020. Oh, welcome, Neil, and thank you. Mm. Hey, Greg, lots to get through, and we'll uh, we'll see if we can tackle all these issues mm. quickly. Uh, gradually being seeing uh, the bold scheduling of sports matches on days that represent Christian holidays. Now, basketball is scheduled for Christmas Day in December. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Oh, Neil, this is outrageous. Um, NBL needs to really wake up to itself because what it's doing is really undermining uh, the Christian community, the Christian faith. Uh, but it, it's also ignoring, by putting on a match on Christmas Day, it's ignoring the fact that there are Christians who follow NBL and there are players who play NBL and, and they're totally disregarding, Neil, the people of faith who are involved in this sport. The NBL really needs to wake up to itself. I have to tell you, Neil, also... I've written to the board of the NBL saying, make sure you withdraw this uh, attempt to undermine Christianity here in Australia. Well, we've been seeing this creeping in, haven't we, uh, with sport being played on Good Friday. And now another game changer, uh, basketball scheduled for Christmas Day. We'll monitor that as we go. Hey, another big issue, Netflix share decline. And uh, you're suggesting here, confirming, go woke, go broke. Uh, they've dropped something like 35% in value. What are your thoughts here? Oh, Neil, this is so true. You know, I keep saying, and I've said it before, go woke, go broke. We've seen Disney suffer its um, share price declined, uh, you know, fanatically, because what's happened is people are now waking up to the fact that they're being given ideology that's very left, very sort of so-called progressive, very pro-LGBTIQA, very pro-same-sex marriage, very pro, you know, whatever, whatever. Neil... People have woken up to the fact that we do not want to be watching TV. And I have got my two-year-old granddaughter, you know, and I'm watching TV. And look, I do not want to see shows with the word F and C in them anymore. It's becoming common parlance. Neil, they add nothing to the quality of the program. They add nothing to the dialogue. And it's about time that we stop watching Netflix and tune to a more family-orientated TV programming. (laughs) Interesting the way programming on these uh, platforms works. Uh, You're suggesting here Netflix has been at the forefront promoting wokeism in its programs uh, with families being subjected to leftist ideology requiring movies and TV shows to highlight graphic homosexual behaviour. And Mm. I think anyone who's been watching Netflix movies might say, well, yeah, that's probably what I'm seeing. Well, Neil, I have to tell you, I don't know if you're aware, but if you want a TV or a film to be considered for an award by the Academy Awards or whatever else it is, you must now have, according to the the Academy Academy Awards um, 
directive. You must now have gay scenes in your program, otherwise it will not be considered for an Academy Award. Now, that is outrageous. Can we as Christians also say, okay, we will now want Christian uh, dialogue and themes inserted, otherwise it won't be considered for an Academy Award. And Netflix has fallen to the old, you know, ideology of you know, wokeism and nil, they're now paying the price. That's the sort of thought that a tough-minded Christian is likely to move towards, Greg. Uh, You've got the likes of the richest man in the world, Elon Musk, Mm. uh, who is claiming the woke mind virus is behind Netflix's stock plunge. Do you think that's true? Absolutely. You know, I've done my own research, I have to tell you, Neil, and what uh, you know what Elon Musk is saying that the woke mind virus is making Netflix unwatchable. Do you want to be sitting with your children, your family, your grandchildren, and watching Netflix that has the F and C words right throughout its programming? You know, my wife and I are appalled. We don't know what to do. You know, you're halfway through watching a very good program, and next minute you've got gay scenes, you've got the F word, and all what have you. Neil, this is not palatable TV. This is not what families want, and it certainly does not meet societal expectations, Neil. We need to stand up and let Netflix lay. We won't be watching them if if this keeps up. And, you know, you said uh, time to change channels or change whatever platform you might be viewing. Uh, Some listeners will be going, uh, well, where do we we change to? Well, uh, what about the Australian Christian Channel? Uh, There's a whole bunch of Christian programming that, you know, doesn't get a lot of profile, uh, but there's some tremendous programming on some of those. You know, TBN, another one of those. Uh, Any thoughts from you on those? Absolutely. Look, my wife has been looking at how we can now change our viewing to better reflect the fact that we're Christian, but not only that, that we're, that we're a family-oriented. We don't need to have these words and scenes inserted in movies. They add nothing to the, to the, to, to the value of the movie. They are merely ideolo- ideological. And, Neil, let's change our pattern of viewing and look at other alternatives, as you said, Christian channels. Uh, there are also non-Christian uh, channels that have do, do not have this sort of dialogue and ideology inserted in them. <laughs> a little break from the heavy, controversial topics, just for a moment here, Greg. Uh, tips for biblical grandparenting. You're reflecting on some of these things. Uh, grandparents, grandchildren beautiful relationships uh, there's a a national grandparents day that comes up in october what are your thoughts here around biblical grandparenting yeah neil i was reading a book recently and this came to mind because i've uh, i was actually speaking to a colleague and there is a grandparents conference on later in september this year and i'll talk about uh, that more later with you but it came to mind that as i was you know playing with my two-year-old granddaughter daisy you know neil we as grandparents, especially dads, I guess, but mums as well, because, you know, how do we bring up the grandchild? So I was looking at some actual biblical tips for grandparents, and I'd like to share these with you, Neil, very quickly. But in essence, you know, we need to be alert for natural teaching opportunities. Uh, we need to tell them a lot of biblical stories and expect chaos. I mean, my granddaughter loves, you know, scribbling on my notes um, when I'm playing with her and, and <laughs> actual fact on my vision Christian radio notes, she's, she's coloured it in for me now, but, <laughs> um, you know, um, 
but you know, we also need to give generously. Make sure that we send our grandchildren to, to grandchildren to summer camps, mission trips, Christian dance classes, which I'm now taking my granddaughter to to a local church. Uh, we need to pray with them, but we also need to make sure that we support the parents of our grandchildren and uh, help them out to where we can. But Neil, really, uh, we make sure that we give them unconditional love, just like our Heavenly Father does. And um, as grandparents, you know, you've got to understand we have a big impact on the development of the child. Well, Father's Day is coming up and Grandparents' yep. Day coming up in October and we're going to see if we can give some good focus to those as they Boy. come upon us and uh, we'll try and get some great Christian perspectives in there to help us shape our understanding of fatherhood and of grandparenthood. Hey, let's, let's come back to the woke issue for a few moments. Uh, some people will be thinking, oh, isn't this wokeism just enveloping the whole world? Isn't it happening everywhere? Well, there is one nation that's standing out here and standing against it, and that's the nation of Hungary. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Hungarian Prime Minister? And he's got a few uh, recent statements. Oh, absolutely. It's very important that we as uh, Australian Christians and, uh, you know, as, as believers examine what's happening overseas. And I was so pleased to read that the Hungarian uh, Prime Minister, Viktor Orban, is, who was re-elected, by the way, in April, has made a statement to, to the Hungarian parliament saying he has a vision for the country. And in making that statement, he took aim at the transgender ideology and which is so much in vogue in North America and Western Europe. And he said, and I quote, we shall protect our families. We shall not let gender activists into our schools. And in Hungary, now listen to this, Neil, a father shall be a man and a mother a woman, and our children shall be left alone. Now, this is great leadership from a, from a prime minister in a country that's been, you know, really well cancelled by all the other neighbouring countries. But what a great uh, Prime Minister to be able to stand up for the family and not be overtaken by woke ideology, Neil. <clears throat> there might be a lesson in there when you see a Prime Minister of a nation, and we're talking about the nation of Hungary here, but standing up to say, we'll protect families and we're proud of our children. And so protecting our children, those next generations that are coming up, that's got to be a priority. Um, you know, if we had a report yeah. card on where our governments add on all of that, uh, what are your thoughts here, uh, Greg? Oh. Uh, I, uh, my suspicion is we're failing. Well, Neil, yes, we are. But I am so pleased to report not more than, a, what, an hour ago, I've just heard that Bill Shorten, will now intervene in the Medicare form that's being filled out currently that has the words birthing parent instead of mum. And Bill Short has now vowed to make sure that the term birthing parent will be scrapped and mother will be inserted. How good is that, Neil? Our prayers are being answered, in my view. <laughs> uh, we might give a green tick to that and uh, might need to explore that a little bit further. But uh, good on Bill Shorten for making a stand there and identifying uh, that particular uh, you know, specified area of motherhood. Hey, uh, an organisation called Socialist Alternative. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll speculate that listeners have probably never heard of this organisation. Uh, it's an organisation that's undermining the church and the pro-life movement. Uh, what do you know about the Socialist Alternative? 
Well, Neil, I have to tell you, you know, some months ago when my wife and I were having coffee, you know, we walk every morning, early in the morning. Sometimes I really get a chance to talk to my wife sometimes, Neil. Yes. <laughs> we're so busy. And um, <clears throat> you know what? There are some people lying across the road holding up traffic, and I'm saying, what on earth is going on here? These are all the protesters. Then I read about them holding up trains, traffic, you know, tunnels. And then I did some research, and I found out that it's actually all these protests are being led by an organisation called the Socialist Alternative. And I've got to tell you, I've never heard of them, but they are in Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra, Melbourne, and Neil, their goal is to overthrow capitalism and they have a wonderful publication, wonderful being cynical, The Red Flag. Can I say more than that? I mean, really, Neil, do we have to put up with all this? Because they are actually undermining the church, pro-life movement and us as Christians here in Australia. And so, really, we're talking about an organisation here. And sometimes uh, we think there are organisations or what's you know leading the... Uh, LGBT movement or mm. uh, even the environmental alarmism and we think that it's just a movement and people are being captured uh, by their mind uh, as to how these things work but there's actually an organisation behind it so listeners might be yeah. pretty impressed to know that it actually has yeah. a name Socialist Alternative and uh, perhaps we need to look a little bit closely about that and, and just see what they're actually standing for because uh, in the aftermath of the US Supreme Court decision, the overturning mm of Roe versus Wade, uh, protests across uh, across Australia. This was the organisation leading those too. Is that the, is that the case? Yeah, absolutely, Dylan. I did some research on this with, with some help with a couple of colleagues. And, you know, it's this organisation, the Socialist Alternative, that has been masterminding all these uh, sit-ins, you know, protests and what have you in Adelaide, Sydney, Brisbane, Canberra, Melbourne... And what they're doing is really, you know, using abortion and other issues to further their own political agenda, which is, of course, to overthrow capitalism. And not only that, but this is what the disturbing fact is, Neil, that the media does not report that they are, that they are part of this socialist alternative movement, uh, which is really very much Marxist. And I think, Neil, we've got to make sure that we fight back you know, we need to pray, we need to make representation to the media, to our politicians to say, hey, if you dig deep, if you drill down, you'll find that this is nothing more than trying to overthrow our society in terms of, you know, the way we live. And uh, really, it, it's just not acceptable now. OK. And so... Uh Let's top up, uh, our top off our conversation, uh, talking about what you've got coming up. Your next webinar, uh, 9th of August. Uh, focus on the family webinar. What's happening with that one, Neil? I've got to say, you know, Family Voice, of course, as you know, is family, freedom, and faith. That's its focus. That's what we try and do. We make sure that uh, you know we advocate in the public arena at the government level. We go to churches. A lot of us, a lot of our state directors, like myself, we preach at churches. We make presentations to politicians and one of the key issues that we need to highlight again is the role of the family in our uh, everyday life and 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 this has brought to mind that you know we need to look at the what is the focus on the family how do we as parents grandparents how do we look after our children our, our family uh, i've organized a a webinar which will be on tuesday 9th of august hopefully 
Uh, it will be a Zoom. It's free, Neil, as usual. And I'm just encouraging everybody, whether you're a mum or a dad or a grandparent, to, to make sure you tune in and uh, listen what's being said. I've got some wonderful speakers, and uh, it'll be a real program for the whole family. Uh, not like Netflix, uh, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have some great guests on your webinars. Let me point listeners to familyvoice.org.au. And while you're on the website exploring what's there, uh, there might be a way you can connect with Family Voice. Uh, subscribe to their publications. Uh, perhaps even make a donation to the good work that they do. Familyvoice.org.au. Greg Bondar is Family Voice Australia State Director for New South Wales and the ACT. As always, Greg, a great update. Thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, for the opportunity to spread the gospel. Cheers. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.